Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Tuesday. Yesterday, we saw this defense that Paul gave before Felix the governor and this idea that he had a good conscience before God and man, that these accusations were unfounded and ridiculous. And now today we're going to see not only Felix's response, but also how God uses the situation and the people involved for his purposes. So let's dive in. We're in Acts chapter 24, verse 22, and I'm reading from the ESV. But Felix, having a rather accurate knowledge of the way the followers of Christ put them off, saying, when Lysias the tribune comes down, I will decide your case. So he's basically procrastinating his decision, which based on what we just saw seems pretty ridiculous as Paul gave evidence He was only in Jerusalem for 12 days. There was no riot because of him. So Felix is putting this off. Then he gave orders to the centurion that he should be kept in custody, meaning Paul, but have some liberty and that none of his friends should be prevented from attending to his needs. So let's notice here how God shows up for Paul. Yes, Paul is headed to prison, But Felix allows his friends to come and care for him as he needs, which is huge and amazing comfort, I would imagine, while Paul's in prison. After some days, Felix came with his wife, Drusilla, who was Jewish, and he sent for Paul and heard him speak about faith in Christ Jesus. Another really cool thing here, an opportunity that God uses During his time in prison, Paul is allowed to actually minister and speak and share truth to the governor and his wife. And as he reasoned about righteousness and self-control and the coming judgment, Felix was alarmed and said, Go away for the present. When I get an opportunity, I will summon you. So if Felix is alarmed, clearly Paul's message is hitting some sort of chord. At the same time, he, Felix, hoped that money would be given him by Paul. So we see one of his motivations here is the hope for a bribe. So he sent for him often and conversed with him. When two years had elapsed, Felix was succeeded by Portius Festus. And desiring to do the Jews a favor, Felix left Paul in prison. So Felix here, he didn't actually justly and honestly listen to Paul's defense or the accusations brought against him, finding out if they were true. Instead, he had selfish motives for keeping Paul in prison, wanting a bribe, wanting to appease the Jews rather than seeking truth and justice. And we're going to continue on into chapter 25. Now, three days after Festus had arrived in the province, this is the new governor, he went up to Jerusalem from Caesarea, and the chief priests and the principal men of the Jews laid out their case against Paul, and they urged him, asking as a favor against Paul that he summon him to Jerusalem because they were planning an ambush to kill him on the way. 
So they're using the same old tricks. And thankfully, Festus here seems to be wanting to get to the bottom of this case with Paul, enough so that he actually leaves Caesarea, journeys over 70 miles to go find the truth in Jerusalem. And the chief priests and the elders are still pursuing this evil path, seeking to kill Paul on the way down, the exact same plan they had before Paul was taken up to Felix. Festus replied that Paul was being kept at Caesarea and that he himself intended to go there shortly. So, said he, let the men of authority among you go down with me, and if there is anything wrong about the man, let them bring charges against him. So Festus, I don't know if he is seeing through their plan or if he is just being wise, but he, rather than bringing Paul to Jerusalem, tells them, these chief priests, the elders, to come to Caesarea. And after he stayed among them not more than eight or ten days, he went down to Caesarea. And the next day he took his seat on the tribunal and ordered Paul to be brought. When he had arrived, the Jews who had come down from Jerusalem stood around him, bringing many and serious charges against him that they could not prove. I imagine that these arguments, these accusations were very similar to the accusations they had already brought against Paul in the very beginning of chapter 24 where they spoke about Paul being a plague, stirring up riots, being a ringleader, profaning the temple, all of these unfounded, untrue accusations. Paul argued in his defense, neither against the law of the Jews, nor against the temple, nor against Caesar, have I committed any offense. Again, Paul speaking up, for himself and his own actions and his own heart, but Festus wishing to do the Jews a favor. Again, we see this attitude not of justice, but of placating important people, people who were problems for him. It was selfish motivations that were working in Festus rather than motivations of justice and truth. But Festus, wishing to do the Jews a favor, said to Paul, Do you wish to go up to Jerusalem and there be tried on these charges before me? But Paul said, I'm standing before Caesar's tribunal, where I ought to be tried. Remember, he's a Roman citizen. To the Jews I have done no wrong, as you yourself know very well. If then I am a wrongdoer and have committed anything for which I deserve to die, I do not seek to escape death. But if there is nothing to their charges against me, no one can give me up to them. I appeal to Caesar. Paul is also showing wisdom here. Not wanting to go to Jerusalem, likely because he knows what would happen. Either he'd be killed on the road or they would find him guilty in a Jewish court. Either way, he would end up dying and not following God's call to share the truth in Rome. So instead, he appeals to Caesar and he appeals to Festus, saying, I've done no wrong as you yourself know very well. 
kind of calling him out a little bit on these false motives that nothing has been proved against him and he is not running away from punishment he is saying if there is a just punishment i will bear it even if that is death then festus when he had conferred with his counsel answered to caesar you have appealed to caesar you shall go again god his purposes are bigger than the people's plots God is at work moving Paul on the way to Rome, moving Paul to speak the truth in a place where no one had before about Christ. And God is working even through Felix the governor, who allowed Paul's friends to come see him, who allowed Paul to minister openly. And now even through Festus, who God is using not to send Paul back to Jerusalem where he would die, but who will send Paul to Rome, where he will fulfill his God-given purpose. And just as God has a purpose on Paul's life, he has a purpose on your life, my friends. And his purpose is bigger than any plots against you, but his purpose is also bigger than any plans you may have for yourself. His purpose is greater, so spend some time in prayer talking to God about his purpose, his call on your life, and I will see you tomorrow morning.